Hello, and welcome back to the Film Odyssey podcast. My name is Salas Cicero. And I'm Dan Dubon. And today we are going to be discussing what our top five worst films of the year are. So it's been a while since we've done a video. Um, last time we did a video was back in October when we were discussing about Halloween ends. We did a spoiler discussion. Yeah, time time flies by. It's crazy. I feel like this was kind of like a mixed year in terms of movies. I, I think it was better than last year, but it was definitely mixed for me. Yeah, it was definitely better than last year. I'd say the first half of this year is when they really were bringing out some great movies. And yeah. then towards the summertime, it just fell flat. Let's discuss what our top five worst films of the year are so far. So, okay. Dan, do you want to go first? Sure. Why not? Um, so my number five worst for this year was Uncharted. There are places out there you can't find on any map. They're not gone. They're just lost. Hey, kid. A little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? This is the path that Ferdinand Magellan took to sail around the world. You know your history. <laughs> now, uh, I, I know video game adaptations have a very bad, you know, track record in Hollywood. Like, lots of them are really awful and, like, really terrible. Uncharted is one of my favorite video game properties, so I was excited for this. Unfortunately, it was just completely wasted potential. Um, mm. I feel like it was completely miscast. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg do, did not fit their roles at all. It was just, like, really weird. And the movie itself was just kind of, like, generic and, you know, play-by-the-numbers type adventure movie that I feel like we've all seen before with, like, Indiana Jones or, like, the, the National Treasure movies. For all those reasons, it has to go on my worst-of-the-year list. And it's, it's a shame because I feel like it could have been way better than it was. It's also a Naughty Dog production as well, too. Yeah, their first one. <laughs> well, hopefully... Right out the gate, and they're already flopping. What a shame. Well, hopefully Neil Druckmann's Last of Us will help it uh, I, on HBO. I hope, certainly hope so, yeah. Even though it comes out in January, I still have some hope. Yeah. My uh, top five worst of the year so far has been Black Adam. My son sacrificed his life to save me. These powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. So I'm not enough. Lots of controversies surrounding that movie. I was not so hyped about this movie. I mean, the first trailer did not get me at all, and the second yeah. trailer was kind of interesting, and then once I saw the movie, I just, uh, it definitely was just forgettable. I There was really no substance, it was only just style. Some of the action sequences were fun and enjoyable, but other than that, it's the type of movie where 
I'm kind of glad it bombed because I just don't want to see another Black Adam movie after this. I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. I know it's Dwayne Johnson. He does very good, but this was like one of his worst, and his performance was not good in my opinion. Like it, it. That movie just feels like again another more wasted potential. Like it could have been way better than it was. It just felt like a rehash of like every other superhero movie we've seen up until this point. It's like there was nothing special about it. The story wasn't great. It was just kind of generic and bland. You know, the marketing wasn't good. The trailers did give you a good reason on like why you should even care. The fact that this movie took years to make is just unbelievable in my opinion. It's just, it's so hard to believe that something like this took years to make. We could only hope James Gunn saves DC at this point. Well, I mean, there's already controversy on that, but I still believe in James Gunn. Let's hope. Let's hope. So, yeah, my number four is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. And this again was really disappointing to me, especially because I really loved the 2016 original Doctor Strange movie. You know, I thought Scott Derrickson did a really great job. It actually yeah. felt different from most of the other MCU movies and just did feel like a cookie cutter, like McDonald's meal, you know, like. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. It, it actually felt different and good. And, you know, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was good in the like lead role. I thought Tilda Swinton was good in the 2016 one. And this had a lot of hype around it. It's like, oh, this is going to be the biggest MCU movie since, what, Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah. It was it was just complete awful, really. I mean, <laughs> to put... To it put was. In, like, I mean... Absolutely. I, I mean, the acting is good. I guess that's the only upside to this. But besides... The, and they got, you know, Sam Raimi attached to this, who, you know, actually is a good director, but... With yeah. this, it's like it's like a ghost could have directed this movie. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> why I mean, is that so true? Because it, it just felt like it's like you could feel Kevin Feige behind the scenes directing the movie. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it, it just felt like generic MCU cookie cutter, you know, McDonald's meal stuff that we've been getting for a while now. I mean, and it's a shame because I really liked the original 2016 Doctor Strange, but this was just like a mess like the i feel like the story was over convoluted you know wanda being a villain felt kind of forced and weird like they were just uh, I, I don't know it, it just the whole movie kind of felt pointless honestly it's like what was the point of this movie i really wish that scott derrickson stayed and didn't leave I'd say this would work much better as a WandaVision finale than it did as a Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> yeah, they did have the budget for it, so that's making to a movie. Number four on my worst of the year list is Moonfall. Oh um, boy. If you're watching this thing, you know by now a huge problem is heading our way. An emergency meeting is being called at our usual place immediately. Free bagels. I've made a shocking discovery. I need you to get me in touch with NASA immediately. Well, NASA and I aren't really on speaking terms these days. Well, that'll change. When you tell them that the moon is out of orbit. There's no need to panic. Not crazy! Why are they lying about all this? 
it's too late to stop. Yeah, I did not want to see this movie. Probably his worst film, like he wasn't even trying with this one. <clears throat> Um, like, there are films where you could tell he's just making it for money and it's, like, supposed to be entertaining to audiences, but yeah. this was just not even entertaining. I mean, when you see one Roland Emmerich movie, he just, like, recycles the same plot in all his movies. It's just, like, disaster porn. And it's not even, like, fun to watch, was it? I mean... No, it was not fun <laughs> to watch. I was waiting for the thing to be over. Next for me, one of the most controversial movies to come out this year was Blonde. Please come. Don't abandon me. She's coming. Men grow cold as girls grow old. And we all lose our charms in the end. It's then that those lambs go back to their spouses. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. She's coming. You know the Netflix. <laughs> oh boy. The uh, the the Netflix on the day armist Marilyn Monroe. I guess by bi- not really a biopic because half the stuff that happens in this outlook really happened. That uh, was directed by Andrew Dominic, who I actually like as a director. You know, he did Killing Them Softly. It was just painful to watch, like really. I mean, and it, it's unfortunate because the talent involved is so good. But then when you're watching it, you're like, well, is this the best you could do? Like, really? Like, yeah. you you really watch the footage for this movie and we're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's put this out. This is a great movie, guy. Like, re- it's like, come on. And I feel bad for Anna de Armas, too, because she's a good actress. And she attached herself to this garbage. You know, it's, it's really, like, shameful. And I think it's kind of an exploitation of Marilyn Monroe, too, because yeah. I don't... It's like dragging her name through the mud and half the stuff that happened in the movie out that even happened in real life. I feel like it was just made up. I, I get why it's so controversial. I mean, I think it deserves to be, yeah. you know, as controversial as it is. It's the year 2022 and you're putting a movie like this out. It's like, yeah, I didn't think it was the worst movie of the year. I, I didn't feel so strongly about it. I mean, I appreciated the work put into it. It was more of an experimental film than it was just a regular biopic, which I enjoyed. It felt a little bit like Enter the Void meets I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And even though I'm not a big fan of I'm Thinking of Ending Things, actually it was one of my worst of 2020, that's besides the point. Like, I appreciate the filmmaking aspects, the absurdity, but what they were trying to do and market as like a feminist film, this was just so disrespectful. Number three for me is Netflix's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys. You should see this. What are you doing in our house? really shouldn't be here. Oh, but I didn't see that either. Good thing I didn't. I'd say if you want a good laugh, yes, because hilariously bad, like god awful. At least it has that going for it. Like, I'd say if you want a good laugh 
and even though this is not supposed to be funny, watch Texas Chainsaw. It makes sense why it went to Netflix and why it came out, I believe, either it was January or February, one or the other, because I had a feeling this would be bad, but like, it just came to the point where once it got towards the end, it just didn't give a shit at all. And the worst thing is that I can't believe it was produced by Fade Alvarez. Oh, yeah, he he's a good director, yeah. I mean, at least he did direct it. Has that going for him? Yeah, if he directed this, I think... Might be a career ender. <laughs> it could have been. It really could have been like a career ender, like... Yeah. And he's planning on doing a Dome 3 3, so... Oh, I mean, God. Oh, oof. I, Those I, movies aren't that good, I... Well, Don't Breathe was good, and Don't Breathe 2, I actually didn't mind it. So it sounds like another failure for Netflix, really. Yeah, Netflix is going down the drain. <laughs> yeah, Blonde and this, both in one year, oof, that's rough. Number two for me. Halloween ends. start with this um i actually like the 2018 halloween you know um i thought there was some you know good creative choices in there and i thought it was an okay movie but then the rest of the trilogy halloween ends and kills just completely awful it's like i don't understand like what david gordon green was thinking directing these movies like i think jamie lee curtis is good in the role but this halloween kills like it like, it's centered on these characters no one cared about or asked for in the first place. Wasted, yeah. like, an entire movie on them. Really stupid. Pull town and move on, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what they should do. And I don't know how David Gordon Green is doing an Exorcist trilogy now. It keeps failing upwards somehow. So, my number two is Halloween Ends. Um, yeah. We were just talking about the movie. Yeah. Um literally Oof. tries to pay homage to Halloween 3 because that had nothing to do with Michael Myers but here's the thing David Gordon Green Halloween 3 actually had an interesting premise your film did not I, I don't know what you were thinking the whole message of how evil being symbolic we've already had that in the other films and that symbolism of evil is Michael Myers and the whole movie being focused on this new character nobody gives a crap about Stupid. Literally. Uh, oh, and I, the I, dumb romance plot, too. Forgot about that. That was even worse. And the thing is, the Halloween 2018, I'm not a fan of. And Halloween Kills is a guilty pleasure because that's just the dumbest film. One of the dumbest. But That's it's just, just fun to watch. It's exactly. Such, it's so yeah. stupid, but it's just so fun to watch for the Halloween season. But Halloween ends. This? That's just nah. like... And, and it also ripped off uh, the It movies, too, with Michael Myers in the sewer. <laughs> It's an atrocity. I'm never going to watch that again. There's no. no reason to. There is no reason to. Some people like, think it's the worst in the franchise. I agree. I agree. I'd say Halloween Resurrection was better just because it focused on what it's supposed to focus on. My number one worst movie of 2022 that I saw was Morbius. Who the hell 
are you, Matt? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. Now, um, I know this movie kind of became a meme online for good reason. Yeah. But I think this is another example of a movie that didn't really need to be made. You know, uh, this comes from Sony, who also, you know, made the Venom movies with Tom Hardy, which aren't great. But they're at least guilty pleasure movies, mostly thanks to Tom Hardy himself. For Morbius, I really think this movie had a lot going against it. Number one, no one knows who the hell Morbius is. Number two, you cast Jared Leto in the lead role of the movie. Not a lot of people like Jared Leto. A lot of people are turned off by his method acting. And I don't think he makes for a good lead actor. Like, I think he's good in, like, supporting, like, indie-type movies and yeah. those types of roles. I don't really think he's the type of actor to lead a blockbuster movie like this and i think this movie proved that That's um true. it's directed by daniel espinoza who did the, <laughs> that space movie life a few years ago with jake gyllenhaal and rebecca oh, <laughs> yeah also the writers of the <laughs> wait until you hear what the writers of this movie did they did gods of egypt the last witch hunter with vin diesel <laughs> oh no but wait there's more the 2017 Power Rangers movie and the uh, Dracula Untold movie from 2014. It's just a really terrible movie. Like watching this, it really felt like uh, like it didn't need to be made. It's like what what the hell's the purpose of this? Like, they re-released it, just... it too, just because of the memes and it bombed even worse. <laughs> pathetic. I don't know what the hell Sony was thinking making this movie. I mean, I <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> they already have this Craven the Hunter movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson and this Madam Web movie with Dakota Johnson in like post-production. So Sony still seems to be moving ahead with this Spider-Man villain universe for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> seems pointless and the fans don't want this. No one, critics don't want, no one wants this. Who's asking for this? It just feels like Sony is grasping at straws. They're like, oh, we need to make a, a, a Spider-Man villain movie so we could keep the rights for Spider-Man. Like it, it's just, really kind of pathetic so my number one worst of the year is doctor strange in the multiverse oh. of madness i did what i had to do to protect our world you cannot control everything strange you opened the doorway between universes and we don't know who or what will walk through it Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people hate Thor Love and Thunder. I'm sorry. That's better than Doctor Strange. I mean, I know people are going to be like, oh, because you love Taika so much. I mean, at least, yeah. can you even acknowledge his flaws? I can acknowledge his flaws, and there were flaws. There were definitely yeah. flaws. But that didn't destroy my enjoyment for the film. It didn't take that away. Yeah. But Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, from the very beginning, when we're watching that whole dream sequence, I just knew something was off. I'm like, this does not feel like it deserves to be in the beginning. You could already tell that everything that Sam Raimi put on yeah. the script and tried to film, Kevin Feige was just like, nope, no, 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 no. And that's exactly that's exactly what happened. It was just like I don't I don't if that's the case. I would get why would you even hire Sam Raimi in the first place? Just 
get a random person off the street if that's what you're gonna do. Exactly. It was just so bad. Um, I, I mean, didn't even find one redeeming quality to it. Wanda being the villain was just... It felt forced. Yeah. It, it didn't even feel like natural progression. It just felt like, oh, you know, let's capitalize on the popularity of her character, right? And that's what exactly. it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> let's have John Krasinski show up for five minutes. I, I didn't even care that they got killed off. That's the thing, because... All, like, these, um, cameos yeah. felt like they were last-minute ideas. Like You know what it even... felt like? What? It felt, it felt like Cameo the movie. That's literally what yes. this was. The, because the, the story wasn't good, so all you have left is cameos to satisfy short attention spam people. That's it. Kind of curious how much money this movie made. <laughs> it made it, over 900 million worldwide. Wow, that's disappointing. Yeah, people had mixed feelings over it. That's why it only made 900 million worldwide. If that wasn't the case, obviously this would have made over a billion or so. That really wraps up our worst of this year. I mean, I know that there were some other mediocre movies, but you know, the, out of what we watched, this is this was like the worst of the worst. So yeah, there's nothing else that I could really think of that I hated. But yeah, um, that's it for our podcast, uh, for our episode two yeah. podcast. If that if is... you didn't watch these movies, don't watch them. We're we're saving you your time, you know, saving you your money. Don't rent these movies on iTunes. Don't 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 watch oh, them. I would recommend watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just uh, oh. few rules. One thing, um, if you have you're to not be drunk. High, if, you, <laughs> if you're not high, you have to be intoxicated to watch the movie. <laughs> But other than that, don't watch any of these movies that were on our worst of the year list. They were all completely forgettable, garbage. Waste of time. Waste of time, useless, and yeah, made us regret things in life. Uh, yeah, made us question the state of cinema. That's... Exactly. Made us question yeah. modern Hollywood as it is. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and yeah. follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music soundcloud check out some of our reviews online but yeah thank you so much for listening again and we'll be back very soon yeah.